0: Hey everybody, welcome in to TCO Studios in Egan I am Wabi. You are listening to Vikings Final Prep. It's a Friday evening, which means your favorite football team, the Minnesota Vikings. They are about set for Sunday's game. This Sunday... It's a game at Lambeau Field, historic Lambeau Field, and the border rivals the Green Bay Packers, Vikings, and Packers for the 118th time in series history. It's going to happen on Sunday at noon. You can catch the game right here on FM 100.3 and all across the Vikings radio network. So we're going to get you set for this matchup. Yeah, a couple of things could happen here on Saturday or or, um, Sunday morning, but for the most part... This matchup is set, and we're ready to go. We're excited to talk about it. Lots to get to tonight. You're going to hear from some Vikings players, including Stephon Diggs and Everson Griffin. We're going to give you some of the best sound from earlier in the week. You're also going to hear from Green Bay Packers head coach Matt LaFleur, Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins, and more. But we're going to kick things off with the head ball coach. Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer meets with reporters every Friday after the team's final practice for the week. He did that today, and here's what he said.
1: Okay, looking forward to uh, getting over to Green Bay tomorrow and uh, playing a good football team on Sunday. they got a lot of weapons offensively, uh, defensively, much improved from where they were before, and uh, they're fast and physical on special teams, so we'll have to go out and play good and and, uh, be disciplined in everything we do.
2: Mike, uh, Kevin Stefanski was talking yesterday about Brian O'Neill's growth as a second-year player. I I guess what has helped him take uh, quick steps as a young player?
1: Well, I think it's it helps that he's athletic and he's smart. Um, you know, when he came in here uh, initially, uh, I think he had to get used to the physicality and the speed of the NFL. And, um, you know, I, you could see it coming throughout the course of the last year, the beginning, and he's just continued to improve from there. How do you feel about your depth at cornerback with uh, Alexander at Hughes doubtful, and Fields questionable? I feel good. Nate matters cause I feel that, good. Uh-huh. I feel good. How what is Nate matters? This possibly? isn't the first time we've had some DBS that have been hurt. So we'll, we'll, we'll go out and play good.
2: Uh, another thing on O'Neal. What do you remember last year about when he was thrown into the mix at Lambeau, which I would think could be overwhelming for a player and he played pretty well. Do you, do you kind of remember that game or does it stand out to you for him?
1: I really don't, but it's a football field. Try, it's a football man. field It's, it's, it's hundred yards. 53
2: and a half, 53 and a third. Uh, One okay. more? I'll try again. Zedarius <laughs> uh, C- 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 Smith was a, is an interesting add for them because he could do a lot of different things, line up in different places. Just what, what do you see when you watch him on tape and the problems he presents? Um,
1: you know, he's, he's uh, very versatile in everything he does. He's, he's good with power, good with his uh, quickness. Uh, they can line him up in different spots. Um, and they can use them a lot of different ways. So, you know, anytime you have that uh, with all those things, uh, it makes it uh, more difficult to find out, number one, where he is and where he's going to end up and where he's going to be.
2: Coach, I was actually just on the phone with Zedarius and talked to him about the multiplicity of their defense. What, you know, in terms of how they've changed and what Patton's doing with the multiple
0: fronts, I mean, what concerns you about that and how are you approaching it this week?
1: Well, it's about about identification and communication, really. So we got to be on, on point with uh, how we identify the fronts and then making sure we all communicate the same, uh, that we're all on the same page. Good. Thanks.
0: All right, so that was Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer meeting with reporters for the final time before his team takes on the Green Bay Packers. Now, a couple of points from those comments. Um you, you heard Zim get asked about and then talk about some, some members of the Packers defense who play up front along the defensive line, technically maybe listed as outside linebackers, but really playing on the edge. Now, Green Bay has added two really good players who play in those two spots. Preston Smith, who comes from the Washington Redskins, and Zadarius Smith, who comes from the Baltimore Ravens. So they have really beefed up the Packers' defensive line, and they were a handful for the Chicago Bears to manage last Thursday night when the Packers went into Soldier Field and allowed only three points for the game and ended up winning 10-3. So the Vikings' offensive line coming off a very good outing against a very good Falcons' defensive line will also have its hands full on Sunday at noon at Lambeau Field, going up against this Packers defensive front, which is much improved. Zadarius Smith can move up and down the formation, which adds to the challenges. And then Green Bay also has an anchor right in the middle of their defense. Yes, they did lose Mike Daniels, uh, and then he went and signed with the Detroit Lions, but they have Kenny Clark out of UCLA who's got a few years of experience and is a very good two-gapping nose-slash-defensive tackle. Our, uh, our very own Pete Bursich analyzed Kenny Clark film for Vikings game plan earlier in the week. So if you want to d- um, dive deep on X's and O's and learn about a really good Packers defender who is underrated, watch that segment from Vikings game plan where Pete Bursich talks about Kenny Clark. Another thing that Zim talked about uh, and was asked about was the Vikings situation at defensive back, which we've gone through a little bit of a roller coaster of emotions with Vikings DBs. We felt really good about the depth in the offseason and then some news came along about Holton Hill, and uh, it became apparent that Mike Hughes may not be ready to go in week one. So then we didn't feel so great about the depth, but then the season started, and the Vikings had good quality depth. Well, now they're, they're without slot corner Mac Alexander. What does that mean? Well, we're, we're going to find out in the game. It could mean Chris Boyd's going to play a little bit more, but I think it's going to mean J. Ron Kearse is going to be on the field quite a bit as well. Now, J. Ron Kearse had a great preseason, um, a safety for the Vikings, who also plays special teams, but he can also be the quote-unquote big nickel for the vikings and the advantage for the vikings defense when jaron curse is the big nickel is you have a sub package group out there so you can defend three wide receiver looks but jaron curse has such big or has such good size and physicality he's almost like having another linebacker on the field so it's more difficult to run into the Viking sub packages with Jaron curse out there so that will be an interesting wrinkle in this matchup that is going to be Green Bay Packers head coach Matt Lafleur's problem he's an offensive-minded guy he's in his first year with the Green Bay Packers he also met with reporters earlier in the week and here's what he had to say
3: I think if if you look at Mike Zimmer and and his past with that defense there you know they've always been one of the tops in the league and overall defense, but also on third down because they present so many problems. So we know that that's going to be a huge key to this game is is staying out of those third and long yardage situations, you know, really on every level because they got really good pass rush. They've got three linebackers, two, the two that are out there the most, you know, Kendricks and Barr that can really run. And then they've got Harrison Smiths, Got to be the one of the top, if not the best, safety in the in the National Football League. And you got Xavier Rhodes and Trey Wayans. I mean, they, they've got they've got players on all three levels. And then when you combine that with Mike Zimmer's scheme, it's it's definitely a challenge. Yeah, no, they 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 got playmakers again. They've got the the run game, and they got uh, you said Thielen and Diggs and uh, Kyle Rudolph. You can't forget about him. Um, so they have weapons all over the all over the field and then you know I know Kirk Cousins pretty well I was with him in Washington Uh, got a lot of respect for him and if you let him sit back there and and have time he's going to pick you apart because he's extremely accurate so it is it is a challenge in terms of what you're trying to take away but I, I think the game always starts up front you know we got to own the line of scrimmage.
0: All right, that's Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. Now, he mentioned his relationship and familiarity with Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins. The two have worked together in the past and remain close to this day. Speaking of Kirk Cousins, he's got a podcast that you can hear right here, FM 100.3, The Fan, on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. It's called Under, Under Center with Kirk Cousins. It's hosted by Mark Rosen and Kirk Cousins. And here's a little bit of sound from that episode from earlier in the week. Yeah,
2: I think when Aaron came out and said, "Hey, we got a defense," um, you know, that's a certainly a vote of confidence from his standpoint. He's going against them every day in practice, so um, you know we're gonna have our hands full. It's gonna be a very tough, tough defense in a tough environment. Um, You know, I think their offense is gonna get some momentum going. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that was a week one thing where your quarterback hadn't played all preseason, and you work out those kinks. And so we got to be loaded for bear going against them. Never an easy place to play. But a fun place to play in terms of just the excitement and the history and what that brings, and you know the Redskins Cowboys rivalry certainly was a rivalry, but separated by a thousand plus miles. This one's very different. It's a true border battle. Uh, You go to work, you do life with you know there will be Vikings and Packers who are neighbors. You know Vikings Packers save families exactly. I mean this is personal. Uh, this can get real personal real fast, and and you know I even know Adam Thielen, his in laws, you know I mean they they're from Wisconsin, and so it's it can be very personal, and so it
0: means even more that we that we get this one done. All right, that's Kirk Cousins from his weekly podcast, hosted by Mark Rosen. It's called Under Center with Kirk Cousins. You can hear it Tuesdays from six to seven p.m. right here on the Fan. Okay, we have more Vikings final prep to get to, but that's going to come up after this break. Before we go, remember that Sunday, September 29th, runners can finish on the 50-yard line at TCO Stadium for the TCO Vikings 5K. Registration is now open, but hurry, space is limited. Register today at vikings.com 5K. More Vikings final prep coming up after the break. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. It's Vikings Final Prep. I'm your host, Wabi, coming to you from TCO Studios in Eagan. Much more to get to on the show as we get you ready for Border Battle 118 between the Vikings and Packers. But first, nominate your school now to be named the Minnesota Football Community of the Year, presented by Innovative Office Solutions. The program will honor the winning community of the year with a town takeover and a check for $10,000. Nominate your community now at vikings.com slash community of the year. Okay, more to get to here, Vikings and Packers. Now, we have the Minnesota Vikings podcast, which drops every Wednesday during the season. And it was a fun show this week because we got to talk Vikings and Packers, and not just Vikings and Packers this Sunday, but Vikings and Packers history. Our guest this week was ESPN's Kevin Seaford, who covered the Vikings for nine years as a member of the Minneapolis Star Tribune. So he's got lots of good stories about the Vikings and Packers rivalry. We asked him about a few of them from his time going to Lambeau Field. He had a pretty funny story. Take a listen.
4: Yeah, I, I, this will show my age, but the the one I think of is the, the you know, there used to be always at night, and so – um I mean, there would rarely be a time when there would be a Vikings-Packers game during the day in the afternoon. And This one was pouring down rain. I think it was a 2000 season, and it goes to overtime, and that's the Antonio Freeman, um, the Antonio Freeman catch over uh, on Chris the ground. Dishman. Yeah, or, yeah, where Chris Dishman yeah. is the defender, and he, along with everyone else, had no idea that Antonio Freeman had actually caught the ball, and so that's not a, a great Vikings memory. But my 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 memory of that moment was uh, my then. Star Tribune colleague Sid Hartman mm-hmm. uh, standing on uh, on his feet in the press box, pounding on the glass, <sighs> saying, uh, "He dropped the ball. The ball <laughs> hit the ground. The ball hit the ground. It's not a touchdown." And so, oh, and yeah. he even I think Denny Green was the coach then, and he's like, there he didn't, you know, he got downstairs. Denny didn't. The ball touch the ground." And yeah. Denny actually said, "No, Sid, uh, we saw the replay. It was one of the greatest catches you'll ever see, yeah. and we're moving on." Yeah, so that, that's pretty that good. Made, I don't know if that, that, if I had time to think if that would have been my memory, but that's the first thing that popped in my head was sitting in the Lambeau Field press box mm-hmm. and pounding on the, the glass. saying, ah, not it.
0: Don't touch the ball. <laughs> yeah, That's pretty good. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. <laughs> that's from this week's episode of the Minnesota Vikings podcast, and that was Kevin Seifert of ESPN.com. He's a national NFL writer uh, for ESPN, and he does a great job. He is always gracious with his time. Proof of that? Well, he joined us later in the week for Skull Stories. You can hear Skull Stories right here on FM 100.3, The Fan, every Thursday evening from 6.30 to 7. And this week's episode of Skull Stories featured some Vikings-Packers rivalry memories, but not from yours truly, from some people who have been through many, many, many of these battles, including Mark Rosen, who co-hosts the show, With yours truly, we had Kevin Seifert back and we had Vikings radio analyst Pete Bursich who's played against the Packers, coached against the Packers, and now calls games for the Vikings radio network against the Packers. And remember, you can tune in to Skull Stories every Thursday evening from 6.30 to 7 p.m. Okay, up next, we talk X's and O's in this Vikings-Packers matchup. And to do so, we go to the winning formula, which is a segment on Vikings game plan. You can catch Vikings game plan every Saturday evening at 11 p.m. on Fox 9. In this segment, it's yours truly, Ron Johnson and Paul Allen talking Vikings and Packers. You know, to beat
5: the Green Bay Packers and not lose at Lambeau for a third consecutive year, well, you need a winning formula. Welcome back to Vikings Game Plan. Paul Allen, WabiVikings.com. Ron Johnson, Fox 9's Vikings Game Day Live. That Vikings rushing attack against Atlanta, pretty powerful when it comes to sustaining Ron. Not necessarily for the balance of the season, but this weekend, what are some keys?
6: Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers said it. They have a defense now, so you're going to have to watch the box. The count has to be on. If Kirk Cousins sees anything that doesn't look worthy of running into that front, you throw the ball. He did that to Chad Beebe, and so we're going to need Kirk Cousins to really be effective in his checks in and out of runs to pass.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. In fact, um, I, I, was, I would say a similar thing is you're going to have, you're probably going to have to do that. You're going to have to throw early in this game, and that's tougher because you're on the road at Lambeau Field, where that is advantage pass rush mm. um, when the pass rush is at home. So 38 runs to 10 passes last week is great. That's storybook fairy tale for Mike Zimmer. That's not happening most likely. Oh. at Lambeau Field.
5: You see Dalvin, so, uh, truck Deion Jones anyway. Yeah,
0: and physical runner, and being physical Ooh. in this uh, environment is going to help. Now the Bears did not have a great run-pass ratio. The game got, as they would say, left-handed on them offensively in a hurry. 15 runs to 45 passes. So you don't want that if you're the Vikings. You want somewhere in the middle. Uh, Go ahead and
5: stack it up uh, against the Minnesota Vikings' run of what they just did with that 172. Singles, Thielen, Diggs, Rudolph, We know Dalvin can
0: catch it. I mean, seriously, pick your poison. Well, I I would say Green Bay is much better in the back end, and their secondary this year, than they have been in years past. But it's still Diggs and Thielen, the best duo in in the NFL for my money. So, if they are going to put 7 and 8 in the box, I think they're going to be challenged with Diggs and Thielen. Anthony Harris, safety for the Minnesota Vikings, named NFC
5: Defensive Player of the Week, and he was just a component in an absolutely dominating defense. So... The defensive effort against Atlanta was fantastic,
6: but with that more than Anthony, there come keys. Yeah, you have to be able to disguise the coverage. I think that's the biggest key is you can't show these NFL quarterbacks, especially the elite ones, what you're going to do. And so Mike Zimmer's defense did a great job of having Anthony Harris look like he was going to play press man. He backs into a zone, and and he plays a little robber. Look at Anthony right right here. under the pass of Julio Jones. And so that's what he thought is he thought Anthony Harris was the jam guy, and so he was like, oh, I got Julio Jones one-on-one. I'm going to him. And he predetermined that throw. Quarterbacks will do that when you when they think that's the coverage. Other than that, the blitzing, Anthony Barr, on point every time. When he was supposed to go, he didn't show it too soon. I said that. You have to unleash him. When he's going full speed like this, wow. going after the quarterback, that's a group that's scary. I don't know if it was because it was the home opener, if there were extra days to prepare so
0: they knew the plan really well, so they were able to play fast. I don't know what the attribution is, uh, but the Vikings defenders who are known for their speed stood out in the game. Daniil Hunter and Everson Griffin off the edge. Anthony Barr on the first play of the game with a sack, and then running down Matt Ryan two plays later. Trey Waynes, forced fumble, pass breakup. Speed players looked good on Sunday, so I think that was the key to that effort. Now, Matt Ryan, very good quarterback, never has beaten.
5: Mike Zimmer is head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. Matt Ryan here, with all due respect. Aaron Rodgers here, man. This is HOF. He throws and he runs. So, Ron
6: some keys to slowing number 12. Yeah, he's one of the best off-schedule quarterbacks we've seen, I know that's what they want Kirk Cousins to start doing more, get out of the pocket and still make a good throw outside of the pocket 18 touchdowns in three years he is the number one quarterback when it comes to that and so it just shows one these guys have played together for a while so they know when Aaron's running around keep moving because he's going to still throw it where a lot of times receivers think okay it's time to block because our quarterback's going to run a la cam newton and so it's just a different beast when he's out of the pocket yes he can beat you with his legs but if you think and you come up to try to stop the run he's going to throw it over your head and that's where you have to stop Aaron Rodgers I think the key for the Vikings defense is going to be for the cornerbacks
0: to be physical at the line of scrimmage with these big receivers. I mean, These receivers are big and physical. 6'3 for Geronimo Allison, 6'4 for Valdez Scantley, 6'7 for Jimmy Graham. Now the best one is Devontae Adams, he's 6'1. Not super tall, but he's their best receiver. Everybody else is big and physical. I think that the Vikings are going to have to be physical with those big physical receivers at the line, disrupt timing, and then be disciplined on Ron's point. and play late in the down. Yeah, Have plaster coverage, what they call it in yep. the business, but you got to be physical with these receivers at the line. Border Battle 118. We can't
5: wait. Both teams are undefeated and it's at Football Americana Lambeau Field.
0: A spot where Stefan Diggs has had some success in his Vikings career. He took a few moments to meet with reporters earlier in the week, talking about last week's win and this week's game.
4: Uh, being a divisional game, it's just, you know, you want to win in your division, just as far as like it goes a long way, not only with, like, standings and all that type of stuff, but as far as, like, the aura of your team and uh, kind of building that, building that identity early and as far as, like, you want to win and win at a high level. So I try to say it's like any other week, but you know how it is.
2: Have you ever been on a team where guys would have been more disappointed if you only threw 10 times even though you won?
4: Uh, yeah, shit. Uh, a couple times in college, but, <laughs> 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 but I mean, it's kind of it's, it's part of the NFL. It's part of, like, when you want to win, you want to win at a high level. You're going to do whatever it takes. And being a part of a team that you can run the ball, that's really a plus too. Especially for a receiver. You know, it's not always going to shake out 80 million passes in a game. You know, 48 passes in a game. Sometimes it's going to be 10. You get 10 opportunities. You got to make them. But that's really like how how the cookie crumbles sometimes. What would you-
2: can't you pass all year? Uh no, that
4: ain't gonna happen. <laughs>
0: Stephon Diggs having some fun in the locker room earlier in the week. Hopefully he and Adam Thielen have some fun at Lambeau Field on Sunday. Final thing to get to. A really key matchup in this game. Presuming David Bakhtari, the Packers left tackle, plays in the game. He's on the injury report with a back. We think he's gonna play. Assuming he's on the field, huge matchup this week against this guy, Everson Griffin. You know, just um, studying
5: tape, um, try to know him better than, he knows, than I know my phone number. Um, just study tape, um, see what he does when a guy takes an inside step, see what, see what he does when a guy gives him speed or a bad rush angle and, you know, see his timing of his hands, see where his hands are. So it's a lot that goes into it, the process of rushing the it. So, you know, just study and tape and try to get back there.
0: What makes him as effective
5: as he's been over the last few years? He holds pretty good. Uh, (laughs) no he still holds he finds a way he's a good holder but he gets it done but he's a good player too david bakhtiari i rank him on the top you know each and every year we have a battle um you know um He's, he's He is one of the top, he's my top three um, left tackles in the game for sure. So it's always fun opportunity to go up against him and, you know, go out there and have fun.
0: All right, big boy football coming up on Sunday at noon from Lambeau Field. David Bakhtari, Everson Griffins, Stefan Diggs, Mike Zimmer, Matt LaFleur, everybody will be there. It's going to be a fun game to listen to and listen to that game right here. FM 100.3, the fan and the Vikings radio network. The boom is at noon. Paul Allen and Pete Bersich will be in the booth for the game and the call. Make sure you tune in and listen to that. And before that happens, at 10 a.m. Central Time, my main man, Mike Musman, host the Vikings pregame show. Tune into all of that. It's going to be a ton of fun. That's it. You are prepared for the Vikings and Packers on Sunday. Vikings final prep is over. I'm your host, Wabi, signing off for now. Have a great weekend, everyone. School Vikings.